Hello, all you beautiful podcast listeners out there on the internet. This is your boy, Rhino Rider. Um, I wanted to do a record uh, something specifically for uh, the my podcast listeners. Um, if you've been following my story at all over the last uh, two years, you'll know that um, two years ago to this date, March 28th, um, two years ago, I suffered um, a life-altering uh, event that could be categorized best as a mental breakdown. Um, I think I've spoken about it before, but I'm not shy about it at all. My point is, on the one-year anniversary of that uh, night, uh, that's when I launched my first podcast. And I went into great detail and depth and talked all about it and all the details I could of that night. Well, here we are. It's March 28th, 2019. It's exactly two years to the date of that uh, breakdown. And today is the day that uh, I am publishing my book. I spent a good part of last year uh, writing a book, which is it's kind of a um, self-reflective look back at the last 15 years of my life. Um, leading up to and uh, going into detail of that night and then um, kind of what happened afterward. Um, you can find the book is called Black Angel. Uh, I'm Bipolar 2 and this is my story. You can find it on Amazon uh, paperback for 11 bucks or you can download it to your Kindle for like three. Um, so I wanted to take this opportunity. I'm going to read you a section uh, from the first chapter, and um, here we go. It's hard for me to remember exactly what was going on when I think back upon that time. I was living a manic lifestyle, but had not even a clue it was anything more than me just being busy. Of course, there was as much pleasure in my life as pain. I was going out as many nights as I could. I was raiding my dad's medicine cabinet and popping in anything in my mouth that had a caution label on it. I was staying out late, going to work hungover and tired. I started taking these caffeine pills, speed, that would give me more energy than a can of energy drink. I was completely irresponsible in every aspect of everything I was doing, including having a dog. I joke about it now, but I should not own a dog. Kids, fine. Dogs, no. I got one more dog I'll tell you about later. He's just as fucked up as Dutch was. But what Dutch did was have a staunch individuality. Dutch would always get into something when I would leave and go up partying at night. My dad would be out of town and I'd leave Dutch alone in the house and he'd end up tearing up a couch cushion, peeing somewhere, shitting somewhere else, or getting into the trash. Most nights it was all four. I don't know if it's the bipolar. I know drinking doesn't help it, but I have a bit of a temper. Anyone that's ever seen it in action will agree. It breaks my heart in writing this, but it's the truth. I used to beat the fucking shit out of Dutch, and when I would come home pissed drunk and see that he got to the trash again, Dutch knew he was in for an ass whooping too. He'd just lie there in the ground with his head down, I'd slap him harder than I knew I should, and shove his face into the garbage and kick him in the side. But no matter what, he'd end up curled up with me half hour later with me apologizing to him. I can only imagine how all my ex-girlfriends dealt with me. From my incredible extremes of excessive anger and violence to five minutes later wanting to be loved and charming and acting as if nothing happened. 
There's a reason I chose to write this book. One of them is to try and find that line between the manic and the creative. Back then, I only thought it was one, the creative. But this dog, this black angel of a dog, took every outburst, every punch, every kick. He never blamed me for any of it. It's as if he knew more about me than I knew about myself. I'm not sure if he put up with it because that was just him. But now I believe in my heart of hearts that Dutch's sole purpose throughout his life was to be there for me. If not for Dutch, I'm pretty sure I would have killed myself. Period. I remember I had come home one night from going out. My dad was out of town again, and I was pissed at Dutch's most recent pillow thrashing, so I thought I'd put him in the bathroom downstairs and close the door. I took out the trash, the rugs, I put the light on with some of his toys and food and water. The floors were linoleum, so it would be easy to clean up if he peed in there. I thought it was a good idea. I came home late, as usual. As soon as I walked inside the house upstairs, I could hear Dutch barking down below. That kind of high-pitched bark he'd do when he didn't like something. It sounded like he'd been doing it for hours. I quickly turned on some lights and ran downstairs. I immediately began apologizing for leaving him in there and went to open the door, only it was locked. The button to lock the door was on the inside. Dutch had been clawing and jumping at the door the entire time, and he'd hit the button to lock the door. I panicked. It took me about two seconds to make up my decision. I leaned my shoulder down and broke the lock on the door. Wood went splintering everywhere. My heart quickly sank, with the guilt of having to explain such irresponsibility to my dad. But that quickly went away when Dutch jumped on his hind legs and started licking my face, tail wagging fiercely. I told him how sorry I was, took him for a walk, superglued the wood back in place so my dad wouldn't find out for at least a couple weeks, and then went and watched a movie with Dutch in bed. Guess which one? Anyway, that's the last few paragraphs um, of chapter one. Um, you'll see I mentioned Dutch. Um, I, I wanted to, uh, you know, do a self-reflective look back at my life, but I, I wanted a vehicle for it. I didn't just want to, you know, um, have it not be based around something. And so I decided to have it based around uh, my dog that I got. So that's the first chapter begins with me getting him and goes throughout his whole life and moving to California, ultimately him dying. Uh, but then I, I believe um, he was there that night as well. Um, at least the essence of his spirit was. So anyway, podcast listeners, um, I will put the link um, in my profile if that's a, if that's something to do. If not, again, you can find it on Amazon under the book section and just search um, Ryan McCoy Bipolar or Black Angel Bipolar and uh, you'll see it pop up there. Um, I think the cover's pretty cool. It's got all these Instagram uh, posts. Basically when I was writing it, every day I worked on it, I would take a picture and post it to Instagram in black and white. So I think it's a pretty cool cover. It's a short book. It's maybe 100 pages, 105, somewhere around there. Um, and But it would, more than a, a purchase, it would really mean a lot to me if you could just share this, either share this audio or... Um, or, uh, you know, share this book, share this story with somebody that you think uh, could benefit from it. Um, my whole goal behind all of this and being so outspoken and unafraid to to speak about my bipolar disorder and mental issues and, and things I suffer from is that I w- I'm trying to remove that stigmatism about it and um, trying to open up and let people not be so afraid 
to to talk about it or if people aren't familiar with it um to not be so uh afraid to hear about it um you know we openly talk about things like cancer and and you know disease and stuff like that um bipolar disorder is the sixth leading disease in the uh, sixth leading cause of disability in the world i'm sorry um so yeah you can order the paperback um so you can have the hard copy there there's some pictures uh in it i include of dutch and, and things of that nature or download it to the kindle or do nothing that's all your choice but um if you're listening to this and you've listened this far um i appreciate it if you've been listening to uh my other podcasts um which i know some of you have i just see it on the numbers. I really appreciate that that as well. It means a whole lot to me. And uh, I'm just going to keep providing content and putting it out there. um, Hopefully it uh, reaches the right audience and hopefully, um, you know, we can help some people out. Um, And that's it. So in the meantime, podcast listeners, if you're out there, if you're listening to this right now um, and you got something that you're passionate about, I encourage you to start doing uh, that's what I did, and um, it feels really good. Rhino Rider out.